Now, Sergio was known uh, for one of the greatest marketing blunders of all time. That's uh, New Coke. In April 1985, uh, Coca-Cola announced goodbye to its original formula for a newer, sweeter version. That's right, the formula that had been in place for over 100 years. Uh, they took it away and introduced New Coke because they were getting killed by Pepsi in this Pepsi challenge where Pepsi would run commercials and everybody knew that uh, Coke drinkers were picking Pepsi over Coke. So Coke panicked, I think. Two months later, after having New Coke out in the marketplace, uh, they realized that they'd made a mistake. Their switchboard was flooded with calls, 40,000 plus reams of uh, bad press letters being sent to headquarters. They decided they had to do something, so they announced Coke Classic was coming back 79 days later. So he had a good observation. Marketing is where you make the money, but uh, sometimes uh, he wasn't the smartest of all marketers. Um, they asked Willie Sutton, bank robber, why he robbed banks. And he responded, because that's where the money is. Now, Mark Ritson, uh, a marketer in Australia and England, uh mentions that he likes marketing because it makes enormous amounts of money. When he meets with a CEO, he puts his arm around them and said, look, mate, I'm here because I'm going to make you enormous amounts of money you otherwise would not have made without marketing. So marketing is about growing your business. How do you do that? Number one, increase the number of customers you have. And certainly number two, keep the ones you have already. Uh, two, you optimize the price each, each customer pays so you get as much money as possible. Another way to grow your business is increase the number of times customers buy from you. Now, an important insight that we talked about in chapter one was Ted Levitt's marketing myopia insight uh, appeared in the 1960 Harvard Business Review article. And uh, Levitt made this observation. The railroads did not stop growing because the need for passengers and freight transportation declined. On the other hand, that's not true because it grew. The railroads were in trouble because the need for uh, transportation was not filled by the railroads themselves. It was filled by cars and trucks, buses and airplanes. You see, they let others take their customers away from them because they assumed they were in the railroad business, not the transportation business. Now, Sports Illustrated had realized they were in the sports information business not the magazine business. We might be watching highlights on Sports Illustrated TV tonight and not ESPN. That was another important observation that Levitt made. Answering this question is really important. What business are you in in terms of what your customer is buying? For example, if you sell an electric drill, they're not in buying a drill just because they want to have another power tool, but he pointed out that they're buying a drill to make a hole to hang a shelf. Michelin tires always sold the safety of their tires, rated highest in safety. Rolex didn't sell watches, it sold the luxury and the status of owning a Rolex watch. Nike wasn't interested in selling sneakers and shirts, they were selling motivation, just do it. 
So marketing uh, is involved with these pursuits, strategies, setting strategies, the direction marketing efforts are going to take, tactics. Those are the actions that you need to make to achieve the strategies. Identifying, you need to uh, gain knowledge of your competitors and your customers and your markets. Uh, creating, devising new strategies and tactics to remain successful. Maintaining, you need to ensure as a marketer customers return to purchase again. And then lastly, satisfying relationships. You need to build good relationships between you and your customers. We talked about Chaboni uh, yogurt, that first uh, class, chapter one, where um, we know Handy, the owner, bought a shuttered craft plant with SBA loans in 2005. He took a product and invented Greek yogurt, something that's thicker, creamier uh, than anything that was on the market. Nothing but good. His price, $1.29, single serve cup, the same price you'll see today. And first, uh, for the place, he went after conventional distributors, match merchandisers, commercial institutional buyers. As far as promotion, he worked hard on the word of mouth, put together this thing called the Cho-Mobile, driving from city to city, very active on social media, distinctive packaging. They now have the biggest yogurt brand in the world, despite Danon, Yoplait, and PepsiCo, all competitors in the Greek yogurt space. In chapter one, we met the marketer's toolkit, which is simply the target market, the product, the distribution, the promotion, and the pricing, the four Ps. That is the toolkit. One, target markets. We need to select customers with needs that we believe we can address by our efforts. Two, creating products. We need to uh, either create tangible goods or intangible services. Solutions to address the needs of our target market. Next, we have to establish distribution. Those are methods that enable customers to acquire the products from the marketer. We have to develop promotions, methods for communicating information about our products to the target market, setting our price, determining what the customer must give in order to obtain the product. And that is the only activity which brings value into the firm. All the others help create value of the P's. So what's marketing's role in the organization? Well, it's a vital business function necessary in nearly all industries and organizations. It's responsible for generating revenue and profit. Marketing interacts with the public most frequently. Uh, marketing develops products that hopefully satisfy needs and enhance society's quality of life. Marketing develops distribution systems offering access to products for customers in many geographical regions. Uh, it helps build demand for products requiring organizations to expand their workforce. So as marketers help companies grow, companies hire more people and have a better impact on society. Marketers also offer techniques that uh, possess the ability to convey messages that will change society's behavior in a positive way. Think of all the cause advertisements that you see. Now, marketing is not all positive. There's a number of criticisms. It makes people purchase things they don't need. Marketers will embellish their product claims. I can think of no better one than Theranos, the uh, sham company in California, Elizabeth Holmes. Number of documentaries that are out there, books, read it. It's all about um, the horrible uh, fraudulent uh, 
product that they tried to um, get across the marketplace. Other criticisms, marketing discriminates in customer selection, can contribute to environmental waste. Here's a real uh, serious one lately. It's encroaching on our customers' rights to privacy. On Netflix, you can look at the documentary, The Great Hack. I also recommend the two-part frontline documentary called The Facebook Dilemma. You can find that on Hulu. Um, you know, just recently, Apple uh, fessed up that Siri was listening in and they put out a note that as a result of their review they have not been fully living up to their high ideals and they apologize that they got caught so they have halted the Siri grading program um, ethics that's concerning yourself with what's right and what's wrong uh, you just need to look at the fire fest documentaries one on Hulu one on Netflix, and they'll give you, again, an insight into uh, companies that did not live up to ethical marketing. I also recommend the Dirty Money series, the VW episode. So uh, social responsibility in marketing, that is proof that the organization uh, shows concern for people and the environment it transacts its business. So that was chapter one. I know it was a lot of stuff to cover, but we will get to chapter two next. Uh, thank you, and I'll be with the next chapter next. Thanks. Thank you.